Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. 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 Koinonia allows us, I believe, to be expressions of His love. It knits us together, binds our hearts together, weaves us together. The same Holy Spirit who shares the love you know, between the Father and the Son, you know, within the Trinity, He's living inside of us and He, he gives us the ability to experience and to express this kind of love, this kind of communion, this, this oneness, this koinonia that Jesus prayed would be true in John chapter 17. Today, Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be encouraging us to be unified in the body of Christ, especially in a time when the world is so divisive. One of the last things Jesus prayed for was that his church would be unified together. Don't allow the enemy to create division and sow seeds of discord in the family of God. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part one of their message entitled, Koinonia. It's a Greek word. It occurs 18 times in the New Testament. And basically, it's almost, it's a word that you almost can't define fully in English. It, it, means, it means fellowship, having, you know, sharing in common, having communion. Like what I think about is that passage in Ephesians chapter 2. He talks about building us together and making us one, building us together into a, a dwelling place for his Holy Spirit. But the, the first mention of any word always sets the tone for what God means by the word, when you find a word in, in, in the Bible. And the first time kononia is mentioned in the Bible, the Greek word is used, it's in Acts 2.42. It says they devoted themselves, talking about the, the early church, the first Christians, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, kononia, and, and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And, and that's the essence of Koinonia, that, that fellowship, that communion with one another. It's a, it's a supernatural grace from God that, that enables Christians to love one another deeply, to get to know one another, to connect with one another deeply. You know, I've, I've been fascinated to watch how God has put me together with brothers that under normal circumstances, I really wouldn't have gotten to know them at a, you know, at a deep level. They're, we're just too different. One of my best friends in the world at this point in my life is the man who was my first assistant pastor. And he and I didn't start off well at all. I couldn't figure this guy out. You know, he's originally from the New England area. His family's from New England. His father and his grandfather were both Harvard graduates and Harvard lawyers, you know, big power brokers. And, you know, and, and he's brilliant, you know, basketball player. And I don't know from basketball. I'm not a basketball player. And, you know, which is so very different. And over the years, God has supernaturally done a work 
to bring us together. And it involved, it involved a, a real serious blowout at one point. Koinonia, this kind of fellowship, it's, it's something that's not possible without the Holy Spirit. It wasn't possible at all you know, before Pentecost because it is something that, that the Holy Spirit inside us does. And you know, there's a, another Greek word, dunamis, that we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. It enables us to, to heal the sick or work miracles and um, be instruments of God's power uh, on earth. Well, in the same way, koinonia allows us, I believe, to be expressions of his love. It knits us together, binds our hearts together, it weaves us together. The same Holy Spirit who shares the love you know, between the Father and the Son you know, within the Trinity, he's living inside of us and he, he gives us the ability to experience and to express this kind of love, this kind of communion, this, this oneness, this koinonia that Jesus prayed would be true. In John chapter 17, he, he prayed for us for that, that we would be made one and that we would love one another. And, and, and I need you, you know, to hear from me as your pastor that one, I believe this is something that, that we do well as a church. You know, this koinonia, this love between us um, I, I, think we're, I think we're already doing it well. When people describe our church, they always mention the warmth and, and, and the, the family feel that they experience when they come in here, if, if, they, if they get to know us even just, a, even just a little bit. You know, as we've talked with, um, you know, we've now had a couple of interns come and work with us for a short period of time, and, and that's the kind of thing that we hear from them, that, that, it's, that it's, um, it's unique, it's unique. It's a defining identity. It's who we are. Um, but listen to this. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10. Paul said to the, the church at Thessaloniki, he says, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more. That, I guess I memorized that years and years ago because it always sticks in my head that you excel still more. It's like you can, we can always improve. We can always, you know, do better with this. God himself has taught us to love one another. And, you know, and, and Elizabeth and I are, are blown away by it. We talk about it all the time, you know, just thanking God all the time for the fact that this is a loving church family that, that God is, is building, you know, and, and how we see you caring for each other, you know, whether somebody's sick or one of the ladies has a baby or, you know, our, every time we gather together and have a potluck, it's just a feast and we have so much fun with it. And, and I always find myself, I'll be honest, I always find myself at the potlucks looking around thinking, you know, just like noticing, you know, people that aren't there and thinking, oh, you just, you have no idea how, how much you're missing out on. You know, it's not like a, you, sh you know, that person's not here, you know. And should have family fun night. Yeah, mandatory, mandatory. family fun night. You know. <laughs> no, it's just, man, it's like I hate that people miss out on this. But, you know, we were thinking about the day we, we actually prepared this message. We had five people in the, in the hospital. And we were hearing about different ones who had gone or different ones who were going and how, how the family was caring for the family. And I love that because I grew up in a church where the family didn't really care for the family. That was the pastor's job. And they expected him to, you know, to go and do that and visit everybody and do everything and all of that. And, and I love the fact that we as a family are doing it you know, for, 
each other and doing it pretty well. But we urge you, brethren, excel still more in that. Because we have new people every single week that we have, we have a duty to our Father to draw those new people into that, to, to always be drawing. It's, e- it's easy to get comfortable in our little circles, you know, w- and without meaning to become cliquish. I, I see it on Sunday morning a lot of times. It's so understandable. You know, you, maybe you, you've gone for a few days and you've not seen, you know, this person, these people, you know, and it's so easy to get um, caught up talking to the people that we already know and, and hanging out with the, the people that we haven't seen since last Sunday or whatever the case may be. And people come in and they don't know anybody and they're looking around and, and we need to be real, real, real careful to draw people into it. So that's the twofold appeal uh, tonight that deliberately deepen the koinonia that we already enjoy. That, that, in other words, that, that, we're, that we're purposeful about it, that we put forth an effort to deepen what we already have, to excel still more, deepen the friendships, deepen the koinonia that we have with one another. And then number two, draw others into it. Always be looking to draw others into that. Now, the question is, why is this such an urgent thing. You know, like I said, it's something that the Lord really has been impressing um, on my heart here lately because I I see the enemy fighting against it. And, but then the second thing is how do we actually go about it? I mean, how do we actually work on this? How do we do it? Yeah. But first, I mean, first what's at stake? That's why we raised those objections early on. What's at stake? Why is it so important to God? Like at almost every oasis, we come back to John 17, where Jesus over and over prayed that they would be one with each other, Father, and with us as we are one with each other. Every oasis comes up. It's part of almost every message. And, and I realized preparing for this that it, it just goes so far beyond the Gospel of John or even John 17. I mean, early in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were physically, like his rib became her. And, and they were one with God and they were one with each other and there was no separation. And in the new heaven and the new earth, we will have that again in in a way we will never understand, where we will be one bride. But in the meantime, God has, for some reason, he has linked his gospel that the world may know that God sent Jesus. He has linked that inseparable from our oneness with each other. Like he has made that inseparable. I don't know why, but it's it's an incredible risk he took, but it's, it's also an incredibly beautiful thing that he made it one. For joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.